0: We doing? This is Rob Foster with RBF Fitness and Nutrition. People upgrade their iPhones, they upgrade their Androids, they upgrade their laptops but yeah. they're operating with the same brain that they operated with for the last decade. You should know the value that you bring to the marketplace. You know what your passion is. You know why you do what you do. So racism, it's out there, but it doesn't have to stop you. Just because somebody might look at you a certain way, that doesn't have to stop your forward progress. When where you have to eliminate the excuses. You gotta make that game plan say, F- for me to get to that point, All right, Happy Wednesday, everyone. Apologies for starting a little bit late today, but we're still going to get all that great content in. So I'll just cut down on my intro stuff that I do each time so we can dive into the main topic. So today we're going to be discussing how to make a full-time income from part-time work. So when I have this conversation with people, they always say, oh, that's the American dream. Or, you know, they just find some way to downplay the validity of that topic. And it's something that you really don't understand it until you do it. <laughs> so we're going we're gonna to break down exactly how to do that. And we're going we're gonna to discuss multiple ways. So, I mean, I'm going to let, let my, my guest share her, her expertise on this matter, and I'll fill in the blanks where, where needed. But for, for those of you tuning in, if this is something that, that you're interested in, you, you're going to want to see this all the way through. You know, so one thing I hear people say, you know, an hour is a long time. I'm like, come on, people spend three hours watching football. They spend hours binge watching stuff on Netflix. Like, we're going to show you something here that can absolutely change the direction of of your life if you take in these principles. So if you're here, like, stay for the whole time or stay for as long as you can and make sure you come back and finish finish it up. Because we're going to be dropping some serious golden nuggets here today. So you don't want to miss it. All right, so without further ado, because I don't, I don't want to shortchange any of her time, so my guest, who is she? She is an author. She's an attorney for small businesses and real estate investors. She's the host of the iTunes podcast Lifestyle Solopreneur, where she discusses how to make a full-time income from part-time work. So welcome to the show, Flavia Barris.
1: Yay. Hey Robert. Yay. Good to be here this morning. Uh bright and early for me on the West Coast and uh excited to talk to your audience and to chat with you about all things uh, solopreneurship.
0: Yes, absolutely. And out there in Southern California, huh?
1: Out here in sunny Southern California, although uh it's it's a misconception. It's pretty common though that the weather is always perfect. I'd say it's perfect only maybe 90% of the time.
0: Oh, but only I can't, 90? that's it. <laughs> That's like our whole summer. I know. I know. Yeah, my whole I know. Summer it's is mild for six weeks.
1: Complain. Yeah, I know. I, I can't complain. But, you know, I'll tell you my husband, um, he's from more of a four season climate and he misses fall and winter and spring because um, he's like, you know, this whole endless summer thing, it's just a little weird. So, you he, know, it's he not He
0: gladly take my place. Gladly. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm over the four seasons.
1: <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, especially at this time of year, you're probably like ready. You're ready for spring.
0: Yes, it, it's, it's actually been pretty mild these last couple of days. So can't complain okay. now, but oh, I'm sure Old Man Winter isn't done because he never goes away this early. Never. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All well. right. All right. So let's dive in. So just in 60 seconds or less, who is Flavia Barris?
1: Sure. So um, I guess a way to describe myself as a reformed workaholic you know it's a workaholism is is real (laughs) it's probably like any addiction um i'm a hard worker i used to take a lot of pride in the fact that i could pull a 12-hour day and um, you know, have done a good job for my clients. I was a lawyer at a really, really huge law firm where they sort of, you know, expected that from you. It was part of the bargain of working there that you'd work uh, long hours and pretty much be on call weekends, evenings, um, when the work needed you. And I, I really at the time had no issue doing that. I was I was young, I was, you know, a new attorney and um, a go-getter and was making great relationships within the firm, and I actually felt quite successful because a lot of people were trusting me with with the work. And and when you do a good job, uh, the reward is usually more work. If you're good at what you do, everyone wants you to do more of it for them, and so there's this like work creep that happens when you're successful. Bottom line, because I want to keep it to 60 seconds, is I had a huge epiphany. Um, I realized I wasn't there for my family, and um, there was one evening where, you know, my family needed me, like truly emotionally needed me, um, so a, a family member. And it was like 8, 9 p.m. And they were like, can you come over? And I'm like, I'm going to be here at my desk till 11 p.m. I mean, I've, I've just got this thing to get out the door. And, um, and I felt helpless in that moment and not in control of my life. And that's when I made a big shift.
0: Yes, you dropped a whole lot right there. While we trying to speed right, speed right to keep up with you. <laughs> All right. So let's take it. Let's take it back to, to the early days. Like what, what was your initial dream job when you were growing up?
1: I wanted to be an author okay. as a kid. And then that morphed into wanting to be an entrepreneur. And my first uh, venture out of college was to start my own business it was a, a magazine that I was publishing, and I did that for a couple of years, uh, learned a lot. You know, a lot of times the best school is just doing things and, and learning that way. And that's what I did. In retrospect, I I messed it up. I mean, there's certain way if you want to become a magazine publisher, um, learning on the job is probably not the way to do it. But I went for it because I thought that was a way to to combine a, writing and authorship and the literary world with a career that would be self-directed and I'd have control over my own schedule and my own job. And and it's true to a degree, but um, the way I fell down on that was I just didn't hire anyone. I didn't delegate. I was trying to do ad sales and the writing and Uh, you know, handle distribution and all of it. I was a a one-woman show, which in some ways I still am, but I have learned over the years to expand and to trust others to be part of my team, which is really important. And that's a huge uh, tip for any entrepreneur. If you feel uh, work beep is starting to happen, you probably need to expand your team.
0: Absolutely. All right, so we're going to circle back to that. After, so I want to go back into you being a workaholic, because I hear this a lot from people, and they say it in a positive light. And you know, twenty twenty years ago, I was the same. Like I was working two full time jobs, working anywhere from eighty to ninety hours a week. And just because you're told, you know, if you if you want to make it, you got to put your head down, you got to put in work, you got to work sixteen hour days, you got to never sleep, and. And that's what you do. So, like being a workaholic was like a really good thing. And then now that I'm in, I'm 46 years old now, and now I'm realizing, you know, I can accomplish a whole lot more in a whole lot less time, (laughs) you know, and that's something that I feel people have a hard time grasping that concept.
1: It's a societal thing. I think um, celebrating the hustle and um, being really proud of working long and hard and um putting your whole soul and time into a business that does get celebrated and there that's something that is seen as a positive by a lot of folks and that's fine right. too. I don't think that um it's not black and white where it's you know uh very clear where that line is drawn between overwork and underwork and just right. You know, it's this yeah. isn't like a goldie bear story where like oh That porridge is too hot. This one is too cold. This one is just right. Because I think for everybody, there's going to be a different balance and not just for each person, but also for each person at a different time in their life. Because, uh, you know, when you don't yet have a significant other or, um, and your health is good and, you know, you, you're fully capable of working 12 hour days, maybe in that time of your life, that is for the best. And that's great. And um, if you're not feeling overworked, then that means you're not overworked, but, you know, at a different time in your life, you may have other demands, you may have family demands, maybe your health can't support that lifestyle anymore. Maybe you have other hobbies you want to take up or a different direction you want to go in your work. And that's when you have to sit and take stock and actually be strategic about where, you know, the sand in your hours, you know, the, the sand in your, um, in your clock is dripping and like what you're doing with those minutes that you can't get back.
0: Yes, it's like where it switched for me, I remember I was I was managing at a TGI Fridays, so I had gotten in. When you join our network, there's a there's so many different amazing people that I that I've connected with in the last year from many different demographics, many different niches out there, many different uh, industries, and let's get you dialed in. Let's figure out what you want. Let's help you. Cast that vision. Let's help you with the belief system. And then we'll help you put the steps in action to create a realistic and actionable plan for you to take yourself where you want to be. Because it's not just going to happen. You know how people say the best things come to those who wait? Yeah, well, people die waiting all the time. The best things come to the ones who feel it, who I'm sorry, who see it, feel it, and then they go get it. That's when the best things happen. So that's all I got for you today. I said I was going to keep it short. It's only been about 11 minutes. And for those of you who tuned, tuned in, thank you very much. Feel free to share, like, subscribe if you're watching on YouTube, and just help this channel grow so we can help more people step into their greatness. Thank you. Have a great night. You've been listening to Shut Up and Grind. To book Robert B. Foster to speak or to reach out, go to robertbfoster.com slash speaks on Instagram at Robert underscore B underscore Foster on Twitter at RBF underscore fitness and on Facebook at Robert B. Foster till next time, shut up and grind.